The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Formula Sports Talk. We are live. It is a Thursday morning. I am back in the studio. I know everybody miss my voice. But I'd appreciate Demi Lachey Frenchie for holding it down. I've been holding it down. Yeah, I, yeah. I do what I do. And I, you know what? I, I text you one time. The last time I was waiting, I think that was Tuesday. I yeah. was waiting to call in, and I said, it "Was it Tuesday or Monday? It was Tuesday." I was waiting to call in, and I was in Virginia, so I had the three hours time different. I said, "Okay, I'm about to call in." No, that was Monday. I remember that was this. Monday? Yeah, that was Monday. Go ahead, tell so, the story, no, please. That's that's the end of it. Oh, that's it the makes end? me look bad. Yeah, okay. so I'm, I'm not gonna tell. You know, you can tell the truth. And it could still be a lie, not telling all the truth. So I'm going to stop right there. Appreciate you holding it down. Yeah, no problem. Welcome to the show, 888-346-9144 is the number if you want to call in. You got two segments to call in on this show. It is a Thursday, Thursday. What we drinking? I, it ain't ahead. Fireball Friday, so we can't take the Fireball. I found a new spot. It was not new, but I just stumbled into it. What's that? It's, it's on Ray Road. Uh, fifty. I think it was on 51st and Ray. It's called Ernie's. It used to be Ernie's. Jilly's. Yeah, man. So when you when you say Fireball Fridays, right? They got Fireball Fridays and Colada, whatever that. Uh, I think that's the name of it, but it's a mixture, and I heard it's pretty good. But I don't really drink Fireballs anymore. Yeah, because what they put you in. You anti Fireball now. I'm anti Black Friday. We'll get into that because you yeah, want to do need Black to get Friday. Into that real quick because you was making some discussion. You know, talk about it off the off the mic before the show, and you were saying you boycott. I bought Black, Black, Black Friday. Friday. Yeah, that, that, that that's the best sales time of the year. That's great marketing for you, and for me, and for only us, and for people who don't really have it uh, have it like that. Yeah. That's great marketing for us. So, so you go out there on Black Friday and try to think you get all the deals, go spend the money. You, me, people like us have have one percent of the wealth of the United States from nineteen seventy six or nineteen sixty seven. Of course, and. Today, it is still only 1% of the wealth of the United States, of the world. So you're spending money on Black Friday, and it really doesn't matter. And that's not even the in-depth part of the conversation, but I don't do, I'm not doing Black Friday. I really never do Black Friday anyway. Yeah. I really never do it, but you know, some people do, and they don't understand why. So when you don't understand something, it, it makes it easy just to go out there and do it. Now, you have something you want to get. You want to get the computer. And yeah. It makes sense, but I think you can get that computer the day before, maybe, or the day after. Things don't really go on sale. They mark them up and then put them down a little bit. Yeah. But you would know because you know the equipment you need. You know you would know how much something like that would cost. Right. And that's why I'm just trying to get on that Black Friday, try to beat the price. I even checked on Amazon for their Black Friday prices. So I, I may not even go out the house. I may I'm going to see some information and... on it. But, but I don't want to <laughs> want to deter you from it, but I do want to deter you from it. I mean, I'm always up for a little knowledge, you know. I know, I know that. Something new. I think I know that. But I hear you, though. I hear you loud and clear when you're going to say, uh, I'm going to get this on Black Friday because 
they like to mark prices up or mark them down just so it benefits to go get it early. So I understand all that. I understand that. This is Kwame Lachey, Sports Talk, Dimmel Lachey in the studio. Uh, what else? Going on? Oh, let me tell you who I'm dealing with. I'm dealing with a guy. Now I would expect this to come from one of my, my boys, one of my sons. I'm dealing with a guy who didn't pay his bet for five, six weeks. Then he saw a great opportunity to, to try to get me, which me, there's two reasons why I took the bet. <laughs> what you talking it's, about? It's two, I'm gonna tell, oh, I, I'm just talking out loud. Yeah. There's two reasons why I took the bet. I know, I would, first of all, I wanted him to get out of the bet because I know he wasn't going to ever pay um, on my Taco Tuesday bet. Second reason is because I, I'm a Jayhawk. I'm a Kansas. They play Kentucky, who have, has about 10 pros on that team. First of all. First rounders, not we, just we gonna not pause second rounders. What? They have 10 first rounders. You see that guy bring five guys? I'm oh not complaining God. about that, the loss. Yeah. I'm complaining about, <laughs> well, if I'm complaining at all, I'm just bringing up that the the bet was the bet was suspect. Yeah. The bet, I mean, the guy was ready to... I'm pretty sure he was ready to give up his bet. He was ready to yeah, pay, I didn't wanna, I didn't wanna pay hold forward it. with it. Not, well, but the other guy was in and out of town so much, and <laughs> he had something else going on on the Tuesday, so how could All he ever I pay know his bet? is I'm going to destroy one of my kids <laughs> if they ever make a bet as a man and don't pay their bet. That's all I'm saying. That's just me with my with my, my sons. Cause okay, so you, basically you got, you're you, referring you, to me trying to— Well, no, you, you got you, you got you, you got decision to make. I, I don't question anybody's manhood. <laughs> you questioning my manhood right now? I'm just telling you. I live up to my word. I text you numerous times. I hit you, you up and said, "Hey, you text it's me Tuesday. Once. Let's let's no, get you, this you better." No, you said this. You was like, this. "Oh, I got I got something. Oh, I'm, I'm in Virginia. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's a true. I'm statement. in Europe right now. Sorry, I'll be <laughs> no, back Thursday. No, I wish I was uh, not in Europe. <laughs> Hold it down for me. <laughs> <laughs> you said you have. You did text me. You text me. Um, I texted you about two Tuesdays. Yeah, twice. Two different Tuesdays at night. Right before it was closing. No. <laughs> right before it no. was closing. Anyway, you got a decision to make when you make a bet, and you got a consequences when you lose a draw. You know there's a, there's a chance. But I'm a, K, I'm a Jayhawk fan. I, I, I really. Yeah, you had no choice. No, exactly. That's why the I bet mean, was that's, made. The that's why the bet was made. Because if yeah. I was betting you on Indiana State, you would have took that bet. No one yeah, you was going to I got to take Indiana State over anybody. Right, and that's crazy. Besides Kentucky. You can take them no over. Offense. Uh, Besides Kentucky, man, did you, you see they got five? They got ten pros over there. I'm not lying. They got ten guys over six foot six. You and know what? Point um, guards, and they young. point guard and shooting guard. Yeah, and then they, well, they got that one guy who's probably six one. No, he's starter. They, 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 starter. Oh yeah. Well, no, they say he's about six five. He don't Andrew look no Harris, six five. Harrison twins? No, no, no. Oh, the little guy. The little guy. But Tyler he's a starter. Uless, though. I think it, no. He came off the bench. He was with that second platoon. No, I saw them. His reinforcements. I know you talking about. I they saw don't call them. those guys guys off the bench. Them not them. Those are starters. <laughs> <laughs> those are, those are platoons. Calipari brought those guys off the bench and looked at, uh, in my opinion, he looked at uh, from where I was sitting. sitting. Bill Seven said, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you going to do? But nobody watches. Uh, well, I, I wouldn't say this. I wouldn't say nobody watches Kansas. That was just crazy. Uh, I started really, Kansas started really getting getting going, get, start balling around December. Yeah, it's not going to see them because then you got to go into January. You got to go into now. You got conference play. You got to go into your games. Then now you got the Big Twelve uh, games, and for I think for ten to twelve years, Kansas either led the Big uh, Twelve or won the Big Twelve championship or tied it. Mm-hmm. So they got a formidable program. So that's why they were ranked. I think out of respect, they was ranked number five going against a number one. If I could give them a better ranking than number one, I would give it to them. But those guys look like. 
If they lose a game, that's just going to be – I think they need to lose a game somewhere down the road mm-hmm. to wake them up because they. it looks like they can blow through everybody. They're not going to go undefeated just because no. – They're the not going to do a Wichita? No, because the way the college basketball set up, you can't go five guys for four minutes and another five because you got young, talented guys who want those bits and pieces. And Noah Calipari, he he's going to start mixing and matching those platoons that he – Per se I would that he be willing has. to take that bet. They're but, not going to go undefeated. No, nah, I'll be willing to take that bet because I looked at those starting five, I looked at that second five, and I couldn't tell the difference. Oh yeah, but but I know the, I don't like betting on kids or something I can't control. Right, pretty much. But you can you can bet on the game. Yeah, yeah, you can but bet I on can't. The sport. I can't control that. I'm kind of sort of betting right now. <laughs> I didn't put anything any money in it, but my fantasy man, I, I had. It was 84. Oh, God. It was 84. This guy had 84. I had 81 points. So I had a Monday night game, and uh, what's his Martavius? Martavius Bryant. Bryant. I figured I'm going to get five points from him. Yeah, easy. He had 11 receptions and didn't get five points. Wow. I'm, I'm trying to figure, oh, was it one reception for 11 yards? That might have been it. And then I, he didn't show up. Then he was no longer in the game. Then I had some number 10 guy and number Brown. What was it, Brown? Um, I had number 10 guy. Anyway, I, I was so mad. So now I'm sitting 74. I could have been – I'm still in second. Yeah. But I could have been closer to the number one guy. And the winner of this uh, this fantasy football, this this event, uh, NBC 1060, mm-hmm. gets a $500 gift certificate to Ruth Chris. <laughs> so that's what I'm worried. The $100 gift certificate is for second and third. What are you, what are you going to do with a $100 gift certificate? At Ruth Chris. At Ruth Chris, you gonna get two drinks, and that's a wrap. <laughs> and I, I haven't, I'm, I'm not drinking any as much as I used to. I should say. I was gonna say not anymore. But I had like eight bottles, maybe eight maybe bottles of, what? of water. Oh, okay. Of water. Let me. <laughs> okay. I had eight bottles of water yesterday, man. And I, I, I take that back. It was about ten bottles of water. It just felt good to have some water instead of alcohol. I didn't have any drop of alcohol, although I was. Uh, being coerced to have some. I didn't have any drop of alcohol. No wine? No wine. Or anything. See, I'm not going to say, see, I said I was going to stop drinking. I'm not going to stop drinking wine, but I'm not going to drink as much wine. <laughs> now, I've never been a smoker, per se. I've never smoked a cigarette. I've never been that type of smoker. Uh, it never did anything to me, so I thought it was Neanderthal. I wonder why guys would smoke. Yeah. But there's some smoking going on in football. The, the New England Patriots, Puff Puff Pass, to the Pittsburgh Steelers, they puff puff pass the blunt back to New England Patriots. What are you talking about? Oh, the guy Gary LeBlunt is not a Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers anymore. He's uh, he is now a Patriots again. Again, again. Well, they, he didn't. He wow. was upset about not getting any carries in the game that they that they won. So he left the stadium. He left the field about about a minute early. Walked off the field. He's but a joke. the prior game, he is a Why joke. Why would he do that? He thinks he's a superstar. This is an, this is the same idiot that went to uh, what is it, University of Oregon? Yeah, he was a duck and punched that guy in the face. First game of the season. Yeah, right. Right he out of camp. Idiot. Yes. Right out. And of the camp. game was over. The game was over. Yeah, yeah, they lost that day. But who was it? Was a Stanford guy or no, was somebody? No, somebody. It was, it was, it was no, Boise State. Boise State. Yep. It was Oregon and Boise State. The guy actually got in his face because they knew he was an idiot. Yeah. And he actually reacted to what an idiot would do. Punched the guy in the face. He came back at the end of the year, didn't he? Yeah, he came. No, I think he missed that whole season. Yeah. I think he missed the whole season. He would have been a legitimate second-round draft choice. Yeah. That's good for a running back. 
That's yeah. outstanding for But even then, back. I think running backs was coming out around that time high. So uh, it would have it made sense. Maybe one or two in the first round during that time. At yeah. least it was some first rounders. But but he was just – that was just the dumbest thing I've seen. I thought, well, the game was over. The guy should have never got in his face. He should have been fine for that. But It's college. You if I, fine. See, that's why I came – exactly. It's college, <laughs> and that's why I can't bet on – You can uh, bet. You just can't – I can't control it. Find anyone. Because I don't know how idiotic they're going to be. Uh, going into the season, it's college guys. But he walked out of the stadium. Is that what the re- reports? Oh came yeah, he out walked out of state in the Pittsburgh game because he didn't get any carries in that game. But they really didn't need him. Why did he? Why? Would, yeah, but they the, didn't need him to because Le'Veon Bell had a career day. Le'Veon Bell was balling. I mean, he just looked like. The, and them two got caught with marijuana in the car early in the season. So they know Le'Ve, the Le'Veon Bell is their is their guy is their future as far as running back. He's goes. always been. I never thought of Laguerre Blunt. I mean, no. when he got on the team, it was just like, okay, we need now they got spare. a powerful backfield. Right. Look so out. We need some third short, yeah. down, short down yardage. But they felt like, to me it looked like, even when they got caught with the, the blunt, the, the marijuana and all that, I thought it was going to get rid of him because he looked like he would have been a, a bad influence on Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. He looked like the guy. And I watched <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Like and uh, now I'm not stereotyping, <laughs> but – I watched him in college. I watched him over at Michigan State. And he was he was that guy. I thought he's playing a lot better now, albeit he's older and got more experience right. than he did at Michigan State. But I thought he was well worth the draft pick uh, to Pittsburgh Steelers. LeBlanc is now gone because prior to the game of walking out, uh, who were they playing? They were playing the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, the Titans. He only got five carries the game before that. Most athletes – can see the writing on the wall or something about to happen. And then that's us from the outside looking in, but mm-hmm. we didn't even see or didn't hear or don't hear what's going on in the locker room, what's going on in the facility. So he probably knew something was up, but you still auditioning. You still have to – you can't burn any bridges. Right. I mean, I left I left places certain ways, but mm-hmm. I don't really feel like I burnt the bridge. No, you really can't because you never know when you're down on your luck and that team fits – you know, that fits the way you play, fits the way you want to play, fits their system. And, you know, if you leave out of, in a bad image, then they're not going to want to deal with you no more. And then that's the end of your career or that's the end of your time. He must have had a good impression of, while he was in New England. Yeah. Because he was in yeah, Tampa. He was scoring touchdowns five yards and in. Yeah, he had, yeah. Thank he you had, for your service. But, but he was balling in Tampa. Hmm. I wish yeah. guys would cut their dress. Uh, I, I, yeah, I wish they would cut. You want dreads? Would you wear dreads? I don't want dreads. No, if I wanted dreads, I would have them. But no, you wouldn't. You, you, I, don't, I don't disrespect. I mean, if I'm not disrespecting dreads, anybody. Then, but I just—I didn't say this. I'm just saying, man, come on, cut your dreads. I was talking to my cousin. Uh, I was in Virginia, so I was talking to my cousin. He's a young guy, and he just took his SAT scores. He's trying to get in college, or right. tr- tr- yeah, he's trying to get in college. I watched the film. He's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But I, I gave him the hardcore truth. I said, man, if you came to him, it's just me. This is my perception than who I want in my company, who I want in my business. Mm-hmm. And I understand you don't have to rebel about anything. You are, your, your appearance most likely shouldn't have anything to do with how you go about your business. If you're the greatest worker in the world, you come in into my company and you're the first things people see, then I got a problem with that. Look presentable. I mean, he he looks like a football player. Comb your hair. Comb your hair. Come on now. Comb your so hair. So does he have dreads or is he don't it have just dreads. He wants dreads, but he, he wants dreads. So it's no, he just got a he got a flat top. It's, it's okay. He got a flat top. Cool look kid, but you know, comb your hair, man. You coming in my company now? If he came in your company, you wouldn't mind, as long as he he gets the job done. Yeah, depending but you're not on gonna what be the first thing. Going into. Right. Yeah. 
you going into a business where you can't say, "Hey, I want to be a doctor." With you know, until he, kind of unless he's the chief surgeon of the, unless <laughs> he's the chief surgeon, and everybody in the world, the world, not nationally, respect his business and know what he's about. Then you can do that stuff because you already established yourself. You are not established right now, so you have to carry yourself a certain way to get into the door, make a name for yourself, have the organization, company, business, whomever respect you as such, and then you can wear and dress how you want to in certain cases. But you are not going to be the first thing to come. When I walk in your company, I walk in King Fit Production, and now I see that, I'm like, okay, this is King Fit Production. Who's down the street? Mm-hmm. Who's down the street? It's it's all about now. Perception is not more important than fact, but perception plays a whole, whole deal about how I perceive you. Obviously, I'm, I'm that's double talk, but right. is is I need to I need to know who I'm dealing with, and because I came in here with some shorts and all, millionaires billionaires wear the same outfits every day. Mm-hmm. So that that's not the problem. It's just they they are established already. Okay. So, so LeBlunt, Garrett LeBlunt, come on, man, cut your hair. You look like you look like a thug. Am I stereotyping? What about RG three? Cut your hair. I'm, I don't even like him. We gonna get onto him when we come out of break. Okay, because he that's what he getting he what might, he he is getting thug. what he deserves. He's no thug. He is a thug. He wears dreads. No Nobody's actually no. Is a thug. Eight 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 three four six nine one four. Kwame Lashay Sports Talk. Demi Lashay. We gonna take a quick break. Come back. Get into some RG three. The thug. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, Spider Man and Freeze in full effect. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, Dave? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Make it down. Girl, I must. Welcome back to the Kwame Lodge Sports Talk. You didn't hit your notes. You normally hit that note. That's normally you. I didn't have my teeth. My Starbucks was over tripping. You normally be bet, uh, Bell. Well, I usually have uh, a. You know, I was a. Uh, I was a uh, Michael Jackson. You know when Thriller what? was out. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you think about Michael Jackson, I was Michael Jackson. I had to. Uh, we, we did a Thriller. I, it was eighth grade. Okay. Eighth grade, I was the Michael Jackson. Um, I think my seventh grade it was Fonzo Bell. He was Michael Jackson. But we did the thrill. We did the Thriller thing. Then we did it everywhere. 
uh, we I could. don't get the theme of Thriller. I, I just don't get it. I, I understand that was just, I mean, his album, that album was incredible. That was, but at the same time. Let me tell you about that album. What's up with this song, Thriller? What What is it really about? A thriller movie? No. He he, just, he gotta, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you one more chance to go back and listen to that <laughs> song. That album I just sold, don't get it. Uh, I think it was 110. Why is that song Thriller, though, that, it went I mean, it's platinum. a catchy song. Don't get me wrong. Like, Michael Jackson did his thing on that song. And uh had Vincent Price on it, uh, mm-hmm. doing the talking. Mm-hmm. When you go platinum, you go platinum over 100, uh, was it over a million sold? Yeah. He went 100 million. He sold 100 million. How you sell 100 million? You platinum 100 <laughs> times on one album. That Thriller album. It's still getting sold today. Still getting sold today. Still getting sold today. I'm just talking about that song. What is that? What is? Because I hear like no. Because I get a lot of my older cousins. You know, they tell me their stories. Yeah, back in the eighties. Yeah, I dressed up as Michael Jackson because of Thriller. Like what? What effect did that song really have on everyone back in the eighties? I just don't know. Yeah, nineties. Yeah. yeah, I need to know what was going on during that crack era in the eighties. <laughs> while everybody dressing up, <laughs> you thought it's Thriller. You thought the crack era was eighty? Crack? Yeah, crack. Started. It was. You, I mean, you just you. I think you barely got out of the nineties out, out of the crack area. <laughs> yeah. You because you was right there. You I was, was at, close. You was at the end of close. You was, was right close. at the end of it, yeah. So uh, Rain had the Thriller album. The Thriller album was anyway not so much the Thriller album <laughs> that I was Michael Jackson was more important. That mean I could dance, and I used to couldn't dance. I don't think, or maybe I was too shy. I was a shy kid, quiet kid. You was a shy quiet. I was a shy quiet kid. What happened? I'm still that same kid. I just <laughs> I got Tourette's now. I develop a handicap called Tourette's. Okay. You want to see? You want to hear? No, I'm okay. <laughs> after the show, maybe. RG3, your guy. Poison. Poison. He a thug. He's no thug. He no. wears dreadlocks. I've... He causes problems with people in his community. In his what do you mean by his community? His locker room? Yes. Oh, okay. Cause what other community is he in? He's in Virginia. No, he's not. He lives in Virginia. Where, oh. where do you think he lives? <laughs> He ain't in D.C. He I hope he don't DC. live in, in I nah, hope he's he not in living DC, in D.C. Because they mistake him. He might, might mistake him for a thug. But RG3 is a, he, he's got what he deserves. You can never be too nice all the time. And I've always said this. Stop trying to please everybody. When you try to please everybody, you don't want to be disappointed. I go through that all the time. All the time. And he's on a bigger stage right now. Mm-hmm. He's always trying to please everybody. Sometimes you got to say, shut the, and get out of my face. Not like that, but in a way. He was like, that's none of your business. Let's move on. Talk to me about football stuff. Mm-hmm. And RG3, always trying to be pleasing, always trying to be that guy. He's always trying to make that RG3, RG3 brand bigger than the game and bigger than the guys around him. Let your marketing department do that. Mm-hmm. So now when somebody call him out on what he's not doing and what he can't do, then we hear this rumbling in the locker room about most guys are not on his side. Then he comes out and say they are. That's some division somewhere in that locker room. There's some division between the quarterback, who's normally the face of your program, face of your team. That's offense and defense and special teams. The quarterback is normally the face, and, and it seems that no one's following him. So now when his coach – now Jay Gruden, let me say something about Jay Gruden real quick before I finish this off. Oh, boy. He act like – now, he's a, good, he's a good coach. Yeah. Because you, you come out of Cincinnati and coach that team to some great success – then you've done some right. But you also had some players around you. You also had Andy Dalton, uh, who's a sensation coming out. He and A.J. Green had a great connection, and they made things happen. 
but they couldn't get out the playoffs. Right. Or they couldn't win a playoff game, so they couldn't get out the playoffs. He felt like he was just quarterback guru when he played because he played arena football. This was arena football quarterback down in Tampa Bay, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Jay Gruden. <clears throat> now, much respect to his success as a as a offensive coordinator or a quarterback coach, offensive coordinator, now the head coach with the uh, program. Yeah. But you've never been that on that level. RG three is. Now, I'm not saying your mentality is not on that level. He is because anybody. I always said some of the greatest coaches never played the game. Right. But they will go down in the Hall of Fame as the great coach. But you, they also there are also those coaches that. It's those same coaches that when a player come off the sideline, they ask questions because they're not on that field. So you want to be that great coach. You're a great coach in that media, in that film room, and you can tell her this, this, and that. But you're getting that information from a guy coming directly off the field, and you're processing everything you know from film study, from years of experience. Right. And that makes you great because now you know how to approach it without even having to go on the field. Now, now Jay Gruden, I like he was that guy. Jaden Gruden is a good, pretty, in my opinion, a pretty good coach, but he didn't know he's. This is his first time really having to deal with the media as a head and coach. He didn't do a good job of it. He didn't do it he, because he he threw slander towards RG three. Yes, your head kind of knocked him and your head quarterback at that. Like mm-hmm. you can't knock your starting quarterback and they, then come back and apologize about it. Yeah, but I mean he's been around the game for a while now. They would never do time. that to Peyton Manning, never. It's only certain oh, quarterbacks. No. Exactly. You, you, no. no. But you, you got a young coach that's only certain Robert Rivera doesn't even do that to Cam Newton yet. Right. <laughs> Cam Newton, uh, sidebar, he lost me when he hit on them uh, girl pants. Okay. You that's when that? you just, yeah. I, was, I knew it, he was. It was kind of peach. Yeah. That it's was sad a, that we still remember the color and everything, huh? I don't even know. I don't remember the color. I don't know if they was, you said it was peach or he yeah, was peach. it was like a peach color. No. I said the pants were peach. No, I thought the pants were gray. I don't know. Either way, they was they same thing. D Wade had on same thing. A lot yeah. of them Neanderthals had on. You're doing too much metro stuff. You're doing too much. That's not that's not fashion. You're not a fashion. You don't guy. know that you're not in the fashion. That look at me. That is fashion. I'm a fashion. I'm a part time model. Okay. When I'm by myself. Look now, RG three man. He he gets um. He he's getting what he deserves. Definitely. You try to be nice to everybody, you will end up the one with the egg on your face or looking like or having to explain some stuff you shouldn't have to explain. So then he goes to the Bill Belichick mode. And Bill Belichick was wrong when he was saying it. We're getting ready for this game, which was probably with Cincinnati. But mm-hmm. but uh, RG3 and his press conference about 24 times that I saw on uh, one of the news uh, sports programs said we're getting ready for and I can read between the lines. He said, we're getting ready for San Fran. Right. That was, that was mainly his comments. But then one reporter said, you can't be yourself. And he kind of smiled and looked like, yeah, I want to be this happy-go-lucky guy. But you got to be, first of all, as a quarterback, you do have to take the blame for all the stuff you're not doing right, all the stuff that you did wrong. Right. As a quarterback, you, who wouldn't want you to do that? Who wouldn't want to take that at any position say, yeah, I took the wrong step or yeah. my eyes was in the backfield as a corner especially, coming out of the break? Yeah, especially with your teammates listening in and watching you in the locker room. Ain't nobody else getting publicity out that locker room. No, I mean, you know, let's be right. honest. Nobody else that. is getting the microphone, even Deshaun Jackson. But so everybody, you know, you, you're in the locker room. You see a lot of people with the media attentions at the locker. You're going to take a look. You're going to see what they're talking about. And not only that, he's throwing his teammates under the bus. RG3. He's not doing the right things, and he's not blaming himself first. You look at Peyton Manning. Every time he gives a speech after a game, after a Super Bowl loss, and I say that it, I said this, I think Monday on the show, how Peyton Manning, you know, he he quick to blame himself first. He yeah. like, you know what, I messed up. I need to get better. 
I tell you this though about I need Peyton to get Manning. Better. And you're the quarterback. Everybody's gonna follow that lead after that. Peyton Manning is the first guy. You're right. You're 100 right. He's the first guy that blames himself when it all goes wrong. Even on some of his great games, he think about things he could have done better. Yeah. But when he get in that locker room and the camera's not in his face, he are destroying those guys. And that's fine. That's fine because behind clo- <laughs> but he's not. But to your point, but he's not dishing them boys. Right. He's not throwing the them under the bus. Yeah. So you're right. But RG three wanted to come in, had a great, sensational first year, because he this, the story was between the two quarterback quarterbacks. Andrew Luck and RG3. Right. Robert Griffin III. Heisman. Heisman, candidate. Heisman winner. Winner. Mm-hmm. Won the Heisman. Got drafted in the second round to the Washington Redskins, and I think they gave up quite a few things to get him. Uh, Mike Shanahan was there. But Jay Gruden and that good old boy system, he, you a head coach, or you're mm-hmm. coaching his lead for a minute. You have, you have people you could talk to. Now, we got a Rooney rule where you have to – do something with uh, African-American coaches. So who is Jay Gruden talking to? He's not talking to no, anybody. He's not talking to Todd Bowles. Mm-hmm. He's not calling uh, Mike Tomlin. These guys, I think Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan pretty much destroyed. Not destroyed because he, he can come back from that. You, you can't come yeah, back from that destruction. Long... But RG3. But, yeah, yeah, RG3, I don't see him finishing our career in, in Washington Redskins, in Washington, and then I wonder, where can he go or where would he be a good fit? He's not going to go anywhere because he costs too much money. And if he goes, well, I won't say he's not going anywhere. He's not going anywhere good. I'm going to give you two places. But, but they not, they're not going to be good. One team is so going to be good. One team is on the... Don't even know. say here because he can't come here. No, definitely He, he would not, not fit no, here. No, Bruce Aries ain't... He don't want to take no... He don't take punk players. Not calling RG3 necessarily a That's punk, exactly but what you he's, did. he's a little soft. He's not going to take anybody soft, especially he had no quarterback position. Who are you Carson Palmer ain't soft. Carson Palmer ain't soft. <laughs> and so, no, your head is just <laughs> extending that way. Uh, no, but I got two places that RG3 could possibly go to. Soon, like in two years. He can go back to the state of Texas because that's where he's from. He played ball at Baylor. It's two teams in Texas. Houston. And Dallas. And Dallas, yeah, no and no. What do you mean, no and no? He can't go there, man. Are you kidding me? Maybe Houston. I could maybe see Houston, but I don't he need. He can't go to Dallas after Romo get done with his. No, they're going to get. Um, um, they're going to go for. Johnny Menzel. <laughs> they were. Johnny Menzel would be a Dallas TV. Cowboy. Yeah, you watch TV too much. Yeah, I, I, actually, I don't. Jerry Jones ain't going for no. I wish they what? wasn't. I wish I didn't watch TV, but all that propaganda up there. But look, Johnny Menzel would be a Dallas Cowboy. He's not going to He's not going to play. He's not going to play in Cleveland. Okay, I don't know. LeBron's there now, so they friends because they friend LeBron might. Have, and we're gonna get into LeBron later in the last. Johnny segment. Manziel loves all the attention, and right now a lot of attention is in Cleveland. But the attention comes with no nothing, no actions. He did nothing to get it, and not not on this level. In, in high school, in college, yes, in college he was a he was a Heisman candidate. I wouldn't have gave it to him even when he wanted. It was plenty. Of, uh, two two other guys should have got that, but he was exciting. Mm-hmm. He was an exciting quarterback, and he was different. He didn't look like the guys who normally win the Heisman. So Johnny Manziel won the Heisman. But he he won the Heisman because he beat Alabama. <laughs> because he beat Alabama. And speaking of Alabama, who's number one in the country in college football? The Alabama Roll Tide. You believe that they should be number one? Of course. Oh, my. I knew it. They're not the best team in college football right now? 
Yeah, they Florida took a State, loss to Ole Miss. Yeah, they took a loss to Ole Miss, but Florida and they almost Florida lost. State, yeah, and Florida, they almost I feel lost bad to LSU. For Florida State. I don't feel bad for Florida State because I shouldn't have to. Because if you go by it, what it should be, it's not their fault. They got their cupcake schedule. They lined up. See, you sound like the guys who was, who never gave Boise a chance. They lined up and you, Miami. Excuse me, Miami is a uh, cupcake. Miami, yes. Miami, I'm talking about the Hurricanes. Yes. Oh my goodness, Miami is playing good football. You haven't, you didn't watch football. They're playing good football, but they don't have the talent that they're. This is the same Miami the don't had them on the road. So why are they? Why are they able to come they back? They are and playing win these good games? football. Miami's playing great football from what they, especially where they've been at in the last few years in this black hole they've been in. But they've been playing good football. They're not the Miami we used them, to. Put them against Auburn. Put them against Mississippi State and Ole Miss week after week. In well, LSU. put them on the schedule. Put them on the schedule. Then we'll see. Okay. Their schedules are what they are, but you tell You're your right. kid. Yeah, you exactly. Head, you a head coach. The schedules are what they are. Okay, you went to Indiana State. Now, let me, let me see if this makes sense to you. Here we go. You went to Indiana State, and before you went there, you, you had options. Yes. But somebody told you, you had uh, one or two other options. But before somebody, um, that coach told you, you come here and you win all your games, you play for a national championship. You believe that because all you got to do is win all your games. Yeah, it's not it's not your fault that the schedule is, is what it is, or you went to, or you didn't feel like you didn't have a chance. You thought, oh, we go undefeated, we might play for a championship on that on that level. Right. So you do that, and you still not ranked number one. You probably ranked number three. Right. Because they talking about you in this conference. You playing? Uh, well, I played in a strong conference at, at, no, at no, our level. Huh? We were like the SEC. We had like three, four teams. Oh my goodness. We were the SEC, the FCS. Who y'all play? Played North Dakota State, who won <laughs> three back to back to back national championships. <laughs> beat the beat KU about two years ago. What stumped on them thirty one fourteen. KU North no, Dakota K, State. KU is not where they should be football wise. Go ahead. I'm just that's, telling that's, you, they beat KU they, should they, be in your conference. Okay. They beat Kansas State. No, they didn't. They beat Kansas State uh, two years 60s. ago, first game of the year after Kansas State won the Big Twelve championship. Nobody pays attention to those schools. Okay, now give me a, give me <laughs> your um, state problem. Well, I'm just telling you that that's just how our conference does it. We go so our conference so goes Indiana out play State and North, North, North Dakota, Dakota State, uh, Illinois State, they, Illinois, Youngstown State. Where um, I know Youngstown, yeah, where I know Jim all, okay, I know came all from. Yeah, they, I know all those schools. You don't want to play them. The Big Ten teams Actually, for sure yeah, know not to do. play us. Well, they're right there. They can compete in that area. They're right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, we beat the MAC schools. Because everybody beat, can't, yeah, everybody yeah. can't get to Ohio State. Right. So you're not like it's not like you're not getting a top player or a mm-hmm. good player. But okay, my point is, <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Though. No, you don't. Yes, I do. Okay, because, so you try to argue with me then. But <laughs> so Florida State you, shouldn't be you. Those are kids. We're not dealing with grown men. Yeah. But, but when you go to a top program, we want these kids to be grown men all of a sudden, and they can't get in trouble. So when they right. get in trouble, we look at them. We look at them as grown men. They're not kids anymore because you go to this prestige uh, program at Florida State, Alabama. Now, if you went to North Dakota, North Dakota State and got in trouble, you went to Indiana State and got in trouble, it'd be over in a week. Yeah. But they hold grudges with these kids that go to these big programs. Right. For and life. I don't think that's fair for, because— For life. For life. <laughs> Especially for black life. kids. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah they, Especially they, black kids. Yeah, man. You, you better life. not make them stay. It's, it's, it's sociology. It's, it's, it's some crimes— even the same crime between two different people, mm-hmm. uh, you get a different you get a different punishment, and I don't understand that because there's a case law. There's a case law, and don't get me into that. If you don't follow the case law, and there's you let some things happen or go, then they don't apply, or they should they should apply to everybody, but they don't apply to everybody. Right. But when not to get too far off subject off topic, Florida State, in my opinion, should be number one. So do you they feel kept, bad for them? 
You be, you feel bad for the Seminoles? I, I don't feel bad for them because I really don't. I'm not invested in that to, for my emotions to get too attached with them. I just think it's unfair. I think it's so unfair. You feel bad for them. I don't feel not, bad. Not, not, no, with, I think it's unfair. I feel bad for the idiots to keep overlooking them. And that's the pronosticators yeah. of the, yeah. the, the so called. Stop overlooking this team. They ain't lost in they what, haven't two, lost years? two years. Almost two years. What? I hope now, here's what I want them. Here's what I want to happen because I didn't care at first. I want them to get into the playoffs and destroy their, Not They're not, they're not going to destroy teams because they haven't done that all year. Mm-hmm. And they won games. Okay, they should be number one because they won games without their starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. So they do have a pretty good team. The quarterback was benched in the game. Was it the Clemson game? Yeah, and Clemson a big is twenty twenty two right now in the Clemson, country. Yes, right now. Mm-hmm. But they were they were ranked lo- higher or lower, I should say. Yeah. When they played Florida State, right? And Miami's playing good football. Miami has some players. Who did? Who's this in that country? Virginia, Maryland, Virginia Tech. Now Maryland went to the Big Ten, didn't yeah, they? Maryland's in the Big Ten. Virginia Tech, Miami, Duke. Duke last year was Duke this year is pretty good, right? Again. But Duke last year. Didn't they have to play Miami? I mean, um, Florida they played, State. They played Texas A and M. In uh, oh you, yeah yeah for the for, for the, the for ACC, ACC championship. championship. Yeah. Florida State stomped them. Yeah, but that was Duke was Duke's not ready for that level. It was surprising to me that they were ten and one at that time also. Mm-hmm. But Duke, known known as a basketball school, I wouldn't complain if KU was ten and one, knowing that's a <laughs> oh, basketball man. school. Yeah, man, that's they'll be okay. They'll be okay. But Florida State should not be punished. For having the schedule they have, and I don't think uh, in the SEC, if you are Arkansas, you should not, you should just because you in the SEC, you should be ranked because you get to play those schools. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree with that State because you're dealing with the politics yeah. of kids. And I told this kid, come to Florida State, you win all your games, you will play for the national championship. That's what Urban Meyer does at Ohio State too. Yeah, yeah, but. They're on the outside looking in as well and got SEC teams in front of them. But they're on a good outside part of it. Because look what happened when Alabama lost. They put them at number four. Same thing with Mississippi State. Uh, it was it was it number five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They put them where they knew other teams would lose before them. Mm-hmm. Well, they got a head of feeling that some teams going to lose before them, and they'll put Alabama right back in the race. I'm not a, a fan of Alabama, but I, I, don't, I respect what Alabama does year in, year out. But they put in that position to do that because they shouldn't. Even, they should be number five right now. They should be number five right now. Eight 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 three four six nine one four four. Quam not supposed to talk. Jim Lache. We're gonna take a quick break. Come back. Finish up the show. That goes by so fast. flagship station for sports voice america sports are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field tune in for nick ferguson's secondary perspective on the voice america sports channel our guests will bring you the stories the opinions the expertise and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news find out what happens next Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise... 
you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Yeah, this one right here goes out to all the babies, mamas, mamas. Mamas, mamas. <laughs> all right, welcome back to the Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. We are live for this uh, last segment. Uh, actually, we've been live for the whole segment. Ooh, I am for me. Mama's mama's. Okay. Yeah. Old school song right there. Folk no, that is not old school. That is definitely in my era. You was eight. Eighteen? No, right, I, I was about nine. Yeah. Man. I knew, I knew what the song was about. No, you don't. You know who he was talking about? He wrote that song after he and uh, Erica Badu <laughs> split up. Because you know he got a kid by Erica Badu. No, I didn't know that. See? Andre 3000? Yes. Seven? Seven? You don't know that? Kids. Nobody know. Nobody knew that. Nobody goes that deep into that. Nobody cares. That's the problem. That is the problem right there. You hit the nail nobody on the head. Nobody cares about how deep Andre 3000 and Erica Badu Why went would you write into? a song? You, you were the only a... one that went that deep. I went that deep because I knew what it was. Why would <laughs> you write, that why would you write a song, write poetry? Why would you do anything if it, if it, if it hasn't touched you to do so? It probably I mean, touched it probably, other lives that's around him. You don't know. Isn't like, he doing um, James Brown? Oh, no, he's yeah, doing. No, no, no. He's doing. Oh, uh, man, who is he doing? Oh, oh, the. Bob, no, is it Bob Marley? Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he's doing that Jimi nah, Hendrix. I, you got to find the right guy to do Bob Marley. I don't know who that could be. Wiz Khalifa? Okay. Wiz Khalifa's an idiot. It's worth the try. No. We them boys. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Man. He's an idiot because he married Amber Rose. Wiz Khalifa? Yeah. 
at one point in his life. Who would marry Amber Rose? Wiz, a lot of guys, crazy guys. It must be for, uh, it must be for uh, business reasons. Mm. I just don't see it for her, for for him. I see it for her, but I don't see it for him. (laughs) The guy, hold on. Wiz and Soldier Boy made money before they even signed the contract. I would never sign a, a deal to a record label. It's maybe just for marketing, but you can get a publishing and marketing company mm-hmm. anyway without selling your soul. Right. I would just never do that. Them guys made Soulja Boy made a million off the uh, YouTube. Right. I just would never do something like that, uh, especially if you got that great marketing skills and, and people checking for you like that. Anyway, let me tell you who people are not checking for. And this is crazy to me. How a grown man cannot find a way to win a game in their professional. The Philadelphia 76ers, they're 0-11. The Oakland Raiders are 0-10. Now, being that the season of, of, of basketball is a lot longer, what is it, 82 games, 82-plus games, but the Sixers won't have to worry about the plus part of it. The Oakland Raiders, do you think they, they lost win? 10 games? Okay. They only lost to who? The Raiders. The Sixers. They zero and ten. They they're grown. They got seventy two games to get it get it back together. Duty. So you can go zero and ten and then get it back together. Something's not working. Now after watching that Kentucky game, after watching that game, they like oh. <laughs> the Philadelphia seventy six. Yeah, the Sixers yeah. like oh hold on we, we don't need this right we don't now. Need, yeah. We don't need this. You watch Kansas and the Kentucky game. Let's just get healthy. We Let's gonna, get Joe and be healthy. That's what they did last year. I thought they were trying they to did uh, the same tank team twice. Yeah, I thought they were trying to tank. Do you the really anyway. believe in tanking? I, like I, with the Raiders and if you tanking, I, I, I question your. I question you if you one of those guys part of if you if you know about it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes a, a great athlete or a good athlete, you could put bad talent around him, then he looks average. You know he's the best athlete on the field or on the court, but then you put some average talent around him. What? There's nothing he can do after a while that wears on him mm-hmm. or me. <laughs> <laughs> You cannot, you cannot be passionate about something like that and decide somewhere down the road. Well, I'm just going to tank, even though it benefits you. That's just not your character because mm-hmm. you did, a, you did everything and a whole lot of of um, sacrificing to get to that point. Why would you tank the season? I'm, because you still don't audition for other teams. You look at the 76ers. You look at the Philadelphia 76ers. They haven't been good since 76. But you look at them and you think. Why would you, as an athlete, as a as a professional, go into your place of business not to work? You look at the Oakland Raiders and you think the same thing. How's the Oakland Raiders, whose commitment to excellence, whose mantra is just win, baby, by the great Al Davis, 0-10? Mm-hmm. Isn't this the same team with uh, uh, Darren, not Darren Woodson, but um, uh, Woodson on it? What's his name? Um Des, not Des, Charles, Wilson. Charles Wilson, mm-hmm. Hall of Fame, Hall of Famer Charles Wilson. Right. How do you do that? You're a grown man. If at some point you got to find a way to win. Well, he can't do anything about it. He, he doesn't can. play He's, offense or defense. I mean, he just plays shoot. defense. He, he doesn't play offense. He can't control what's going on that side of the ball. All he can do is just try to get his side of the ball prepared for each game. I mean, him and Khalil Mack look like they're. Trying their best, it looks like they're but doing they doing the best. But yeah, like you said, they can't do anything. Right. But he, he's not Charles Woods where he can, he can help you out in many ways. When Charles Woods came to the league, he returned punts, and he was a, a lockdown corner. Right. 
Now he's a safety, so all he get to do is roll on the field. So there's not a whole lot he can do but the defending field. I've seen him get an interception, and I wait for him to turn it on. He's fast as he got to be, but he's not fast as he once was. Oh, no. And nobody nobody oh, no. is, but you can see that's not he, – he's normally gone down the sideline, high-stepping like mm-hmm. Dion. But you got an 0-10 Oakland Raiders whose commitment to excellence is not even close to what it is. You got a Philadelphia 76ers team who tanked last year, in my opinion, to answer your question. To No, I don't believe uh, in tanking. Uh, you, couldn't come, you couldn't come to me and say, Kwame, we need you to tank. We need you to throw this game. We need you to do this. We need you to do that. And maybe you don't. And I, I can't imagine that any owner or coach will go to a player and say, we need you to do this. Now, in college it happens. And I'm not talking about point saving and all that. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, well, I don't need you to be good uh, today. Just do your best. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me to be average. Just do my best. That's being average. Mm-hmm. I'm not hurt. I feel good. I feel fine. I'm going into the game with the mindset of trying to win a game. But you, what you did as an owner, what you did as an organization, was put average talent around me. Well, I don't think, I don't think, like, I don't think the management is actually coming Joel up Embiid to the Sixers the players and telling these guys, "Hey, lose this game." No, that'd they be just crazy. set the roster up so bad and not even trying to make any movements to improve it. They had first round draft picks and then they traded some. No, in, they in the draft. they're drafting injured players. First off, first of all, Norland's Noel and now Joel Embiid. You would have took, took Joel Embiid, or what you took? You would have taken no. Wiggins. You would have taken Wiggins. Well, they weren't the number one pick. No, they number one pick went to Cleveland. Right. Number two, Milwaukee, then the Mm-mm. Sixers. Well, yeah, they didn't have the number one pick, but if I knew Joel Embiid, if I, but Joel Embiid was there when the Sixers. Um, if you taking Joel Embiid at the number three pick as the Sixers, and you had the worst record, even though you didn't win the lottery. That's basically that's basically saying Cleveland we're looking again. to tank once again. We're saving our forces for next season. So you saying we we'll have. give Joel and B time to heal up? Yes, just like how they did Nerlens Noel. Nerlens Noel is at the top ten pick. Yeah, he was missing in action. Yeah, he he missed all last season. Yeah, after tearing his ACL at Kentucky, where he was going to be a top five pick at the time, and then he tore his ACL. But guys dropped. come back from that. He, young guys yeah. can come back from that, and but, he has. And he looks pretty good. He looks. You gotta, He's not a hundred, but you know he looks pretty good. You can't, um, you can't believe that they haven't worked those guys out before drafting them, because that's a lot of money. I don't, I don't know if it's a lot of money if you're not a uh, first round, if you're not that first pick. But then there's a basketball has a different cap. They have a different cap of money because these guys get, they make more money off their endorsements, right? In basketball, as a, as a first year, first two three year player, until they can re-sign up with another team, with that same team or another team. So you you got to believe that the organization, the management, trainers, the medical staff did their research on those players like a Joel Embiid or Noah's, Noah's Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Noah's Well. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, Indiana, Noble's, Noblesville, yeah, Indiana. You got um, <laughs> to believe they did their research on these guys to yeah. say, well, I know what injury you had in uh, college. Because there was a back injury as far as uh, Joel Embiid was at University of Kansas. There was a back injury. Then he had a foot injury or something like that. But they still drafted him in the first round. What well, the what their first pick? Oh, yeah. Then they had they had two up uh, they had two other first picks and they traded one to Milwaukee. I think it was mm-hmm. because they was asking uh, what's the point guard Michael Carter Michael Carter Williams. They was asking him how you feel about them drafting a point guard. He didn't know how to answer that. And then two picks later. They found out that they traded the guy. 
So all they trying to be maybe the 76ers is gearing up for a I don't a, know what they're gearing up for. You just can't lose that many games in my opinion. They they I mean it's not like these guys been winning in the past few seasons like they've been bad since what since the Iverson era. I think they made the playoffs one time when Iguodala led them when he was only after the Iverson era ended. But I mean these guys been bad for quite some time. So right. therefore why are you still drafting injured players? Why isn't Michael Carter Williams getting the help that he's needed? I mean, like you said, he got a bunch of average guys around him, which making him look like a star. But I think if you put Michael Carter Williams anywhere else, he'll just be an average player. You think so? Right now, he's going to be a he, yeah. He's going to be he's the best player in that draft class, no doubt about it. But that draft class wasn't that strong to begin with because Victor Oladipo was the, the number two pick, and do you actually see him? On that level with being competing with the Kobe Bryants and the James Hardens, mm-hmm. and no, you don't. So that's why I'm saying that draft class was just so not not that talented. And to have Michael Carter Williams, yeah, he's the best player in that draft class, no doubt about it. But is he a superstar player? I don't think so. I don't think he's a superstar. I don't think he could compete with uh, Steph Curry and the younger point guards, Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Not Steph that, Curry so. came in with the same um, asterisks by his name and all that. Because they, his, I think it was uh, he was too light. Then he came with ankle injuries. But you're looking at Steph yeah. Curry right now. So maybe Philadelphia six, 76ers are buying time with that young talent they have. Maybe they are. I hope so. I just they just need to make some things happen. Like make some trades. Like show that you want to win. Bench some guys. I don't know. Get mad. <laughs> we can't get You're mad. You're 11. It's and hard then, to get. It's hard. You, got... you know what? It's hard to get mad when you don't care. Oh wow. It it is. It's hard to get yeah. mad when you don't care. When you don't care, you don't got time wasting no mad motions on nothing you don't care about. Yeah, well, that's the NBA. That's life. <laughs> Regular season, people don't care. First annual, the first annual Valor Youth Football Cornhole, Cornhole Tournament. I will be there, so join us at Native Grill, Wings, Gilbert, and Jermaine. Gilbert when is and that? Jermaine. When is that event? Man, let me tell you this. Uh, $50 per team to get in Cornhole Three hundred dollars first prize, two hundred fifty second prize, two hundred third prize. That's a lot of money to be giving away right there. <laughs> I'm trying to get a bunch of uh, my celebrity friends, and when I do a celebrity, I'm doing the bunny quotes because I don't believe in celebrities. But anyway, my celebrity friends, oh my guy who's played a professional, mm-hmm. come out and support all tax donations, benefits, developed football team. This is a trip to go. They won a they won a championship here in Arizona. So this is a trip to go to the national championship in Orlando, Florida. They're gonna have a great time out there, and they're gonna represent mm-hmm. well too. Uh, Native Grill. Um, wings, what is that on Jermaine and Gilbert or Gilbert and Jermaine? Contact your native Gilbert Jermaine for more information. 2110 South Gilbert Road, Chandler, Arizona, 85286. Native Grill and 480-782-0840. So we wish those boys, this uh, youth football team, a lot of luck and success. Actually, they've had some success. But one more time when they go to Florida and have a great time. Kids go down there and have Florida and have too much of a good time forget to play football because there's going to be a lot of competition down there. Hmm. I will mention this again tomorrow. That's the end of our show. i got to make some power moves right now. I'm sure Demi Lache, King Fit Production, make some power moves. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to look at my website. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk. <laughs> Demi Lache, we'll come back tomorrow. We'll finish up the weekend. We're out. for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk.
on the Voice America Sports Network. 